Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. Ooh wee! It's your boy Ill. <laughs> Reese looked up. I couldn't help but react. My bad. Uh, it's your boy Bibbs on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Uh, you can find my movie stuff at Have You Seen. Or just go to the Bibbs Corner website, hit the podcast tabs. Everything that you need in your life is right there. It's bibbscorner.com. Joined as always by Maurice Williams at Minder Reese on YouTube at Minder Reese Reviews on TikTok at M of R25 on Twitter. We back. Reese, how you feeling? I don't know if Reese is talking or not. He's smiling a lot, though. What is going on with the audio? I think Elon must have shut you down. I don't don't know what's going on. You ain't hear none of that? No, I hear you now. So you ain't hear none of this? No, I heard nothing. You can't hear that music? Man, that's some bullshit. I'm feeling good, man. I was playing Meek Mill, but they but that's Elon, man. He done took over Zoom too. He's trying to silence me. Oh man. I'm feeling good, man. You know I'm feeling good. You, you I mean, the people know we're feeling good. I don't know why we're sitting here like we don't know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta, I don't think this is the part for the regular introductions. Hey, how you feeling? Come on, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to do no regular introductions. I bet you just do the ooh, just out of it. <laughs> it just happened. Um, yeah, man. I mean, um, we we've been begging, hoping, wishing, searching. I ain't begging nobody. <laughs> we've been praying to Allah, you know, um, to to. <laughs> To get to get <laughs> we would tr- we get we get Kyrie now we Muslim that's crazy that's um I mean that uh, you know what focused um <laughs> the trade is done man Dorian Finney Smith is gone Spencer Dinwiddie we can't win with him he gone. First round pick 2029, unprotected, no glove. Gone. How you feel about Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith, the unprotected, the 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 raw 2029 pick, and then the the, the 2027 and 2029 second round picks. How, the, the trade in and of itself, how you feeling about the details? Um, I'm ecstatic, man. You know, I'm excited. Um, I literally tweeted earlier. I don't know if you saw it. I was saying out of all the teams that's interested, the Mavericks had the best package. Um, in a series, I've, it was like three tweets. It was a thread. Okay. Um, 
obviously I mentioned Spencer and Dodo because those are the names that's been coming up. And uh excuse me, possible deals for Kyrie. Uh would you like to see Dorian go? No, but you gotta sacrifice some guys when when you're looking to make a big impact move in respect to the front office. Years ago when they made the move for KP, it's a big risk. Obviously, it looked great at the time, but it didn't work out. Right. But you commend them for trying. Last season, we got off of them. Got Bertons and Dinwiddie turned Dinwiddie and Dodo into Kyrie Irving. We finally have a real superstar, a superstar. Not Well, he's not a superstar on the level of like, you know what I mean. He's Somebody pointed out we're the only team with two all-star starters. Yeah. Well, in the West. No, that's not true. Oh, two starters. Yes, yes, yes. Starters. starters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We're only <laughs> two all-star starters, man. Um, that's a crazy thought. That's a crazy thought. Like from we, where we were yesterday, like from where we were, yes, where we were this morning. Like, right. Um, it's exciting to think about. Obviously, you know, there's pros and cons with it. Um, I was happy to see that we didn't have to trade a lot of picks, and the pick we did trade was the 2029 pick. I'll be 36 when when it's time for that fucking pick. I know you'll be like 40. <laughs> Shit. Why you had to say stuff like? I was... <laughs> hey man, if we still doing this in six years, it better be all we do it is all what I'm saying. <laughs> I just can't be a side gig. So. This can't be a side gig in six man. years. Um yeah, obviously. You know, uh-huh. The five total might be the cutoff for me. If, if the money ain't flowing at that point, then it, maybe maybe this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> might be talking um, to CD. No, I'm just yeah, I'm at CDL, you crazy. Uh, 2029 pick. Wolch, Wolch fucked up the report. Had me thinking that we traded the 2027 and 2029 pick. I'm like, whoa, that's an overpay. Yeah, he was wilding. Like, because he, it was still up. Like, for a while, I saw the 2029 from Shams, and then I was scrolling and I saw Wolch with the 2027. I was like, huh? But uh, I think we could just call Woj washed at this point. So. He's washed, man. Shams the GOAT. Shams killed him in free agency. It, it, it's over with, man. He had a good run. He did have a good run. We got to we gotta pay respects to the OGs. It's kind of like the Bob Cousy conversation. Like, No, it's not. I don't give a fuck about Bob Cousy. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm a Kyrie Irving fan, even though he does some dumb shit. I've always said, you know. I'm a fan of Kyrie Irving. I'll be trying to defend this dude. Uh, leave that shit in Brooklyn, though, bro. I ain't trying to. These people in Texas, they they going to fuck with you behind it because so, they're a little worse than you. So, you know, uh, okay, let's, let's get into it then. So in the past, we've had the conversation about Kyrie, and I was... I won't, I don't think I was 100%, but I was like I would be worried about bringing in Kyrie. Like I don't want to deal with the drama. I don't want to deal with the idea of him potentially waking up one morning and saying I don't feel like playing basketball today. Um <clears throat> the volatility. That was that was my 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 uh concern. Now, it was funny because the other day we were talking about, you know, would you trade Spencer Dinwiddie, this that and the third? And I said, 
I would be worried about trading Spencer Dinwiddie unless we're getting an all-star guard back, say a Kyrie. (laughs) (laughs) So that piece of it, (laughs) that piece of it is covered. Um, He is an all-star guard. Now, when you look at best case scenario, worst case scenario, best case scenario, he comes in, him and Luca work together well. They play off each other well. Uh, the extension goes through in the offseason. After we've added some other dudes, because now we can kind of play around with the cap space situation. So we play around with the cap situation. We add some more to what we've got. We get the extension done. Maybe we go on a run. Like those are the, the best case scenarios. The worst case scenario is he shows up, something weird happens. You know what I mean? He disappears for a month. Uh, maybe not even that. I won't even take it that far. For whatever reason, he's not feeling Dallas all of a sudden. Summer comes, he walks. What does that look like? Well, uh, according to some, we should be in a position to have cap space all of a sudden. A lot. So, best case scenario, worst case scenario, we aren't fucked <laughs> either I way. So I can't be mad because we were in a terrible situation with the asset play right now. Before this trade, we were in a terrible position with the assets. We were waiting for this 2023 pick to convey so we can get involved in some deals. So now we're in a position where we potentially have the the number two next to Luca, Or we have cap space to maneuver in the offseason when we get that pick back when we can do still do a multi-pick trade again we did not tie up that 2029 pick to where it stops everything in the future so in the offseason we can do a 24 26 28 type of thing and that's where that's where things get get fun um you hear that what do you hear an echo no, I don't hear an echo. I hear my audio coming through something else. Okay, I don't hear it anymore. You can hear me, right? Yeah, I hear you fine. Okay, I don't hear it anymore. I heard my audio coming through something else. All right. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, uh, like you said, the pros, obviously, he comes here. Everything works out. Uh, reports are saying, obviously, he has a relationship with Nico from the Nike days. Currently, he has a good relationship with Jason Kidd. Uh, Woj reported that he's excited to uh, come here and play with Luca. Obviously, people are excited when they first get to fucking places, but hey, if he wasn't excited, I feel like they would have reported uh, this is a rental. Kyrie doesn't plan on signing back with the Mavs. They wouldn't right. be afraid to report that. So anything can change between now and July. Um, like you said, worst case scenario doesn't work out. He decides to leave in the offseason. Now, granted, the question will be, where is he going in the offseason? Los Angeles. Does he have, do they have enough money to sign him? Yeah, because Westbrook's still there. 50 million coming off the books. So even with LeBron's contract and AD's contract, they have enough to sign him to a max deal. I can look at the numbers. Um, give me I second. don't think they're going to have that cash space, even with Westbrook's contract gone, but I could be I think wrong. somebody said with the Rui Hachimura <laughs> deal, that kind of messes them up with the cap space. Mm-hmm. But I... They have ways to get around that. Okay, we'll see. They have other guys they can get rid of. We'll see. But, and, um, or, and or they could relinquish the hold for Roy Hachimura to play around with the money if they have a deal in place for them. Like stuff like that. They can get creative. 
Okay. Um, Dodo's contract, I mean, not Dodo, Spencer Dinwiddie's contract was a team option that was probably going to get declined this year um, or not. Who knows? Um, Dodo had an extension, which means his money was still going to be off the books. So now both of those guys are gone. Kyrie's contract is around what, 40 something million or 30 something? No, 30 something million. Right yeah, now. I had it up because I was doing some stuff. Uh, it's 36.9 million. I think he gets a bonus as well, like 1.8, something like that, sure. for being traded, which the Mavs are responsible for. I believe Dorian also had a trade stipulation in his contract that we're also responsible for. So the Cuban broke allegations look kind of rough right now because his tax bill just went up $28 million. Um, Unless so he, Kyrie, tried to, he said, if I spend the money, they can't take it from me in the lawsuit. I don't, I don't know. So Kyrie's contract is off the books. Christian Wood's contract is going to be off the books. What, whether we resign him is not in question. Right. That's the question right now. Right. Um, I believe Tim Hart is does Tim Hardaway Jr. have an option for this year? No. He's his three, he's three years. Dwight Powell's coming off. The White Powell's coming off the books. Frank, Theo. We're gonna uh, have money to play with. Jacoy McLaughlin <laughs> and Marquise Morris. Now here's the thing. We'll have money to play with, but the Mavs don't have a history of playing well with their money. But I'll trust him. Uh, but this is Nico's first time playing with money. Yeah, he didn't really have much money last year. He didn't have any money last year. Okay. He had the the mid-level <laughs> exception, which wasn't, talk about it. wasn't handled great, but the options were slim. I like, really wish JaVale McGee could play better, like because that would help this team immensely. Like, the idea was right. The play right. was wrong. Like, let's not... Let's not act like the money was always the issue. Let's not act like JaVale McGee didn't play well in Phoenix. So we didn't have any reason to think he wouldn't play well here. If you had told me we signed him for a minimum, like the Bulls did drumming, I would have been fine with it. Facts. Um, So let's like get into the pros and cons of the deal. You want me to start? Yeah, you start. I mean, I already hit one. I mean, hit a couple. Uh, This is the best nine main guy best uh number two i guess that we've seen this deck this 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 century in <laughs> the 21st century that who have seen who's seen the Mavs? Dallas mavericks fans yeah like who was Dirk's best running <clears throat> mate that was better than Kyrie Irving nobody and we're not even gonna pretend that we just saw the the polls recently that there was a debate about whether Christian Wood, KP, or Jalen Brunson was Luca's best number two so far. So that's not even a question. It's funny because I always said, man, if we had Luca and Christian Wood but kept Jalen Brunson, that'd be great. Now we got Luca, Christian Wood, and we upgraded to fucking Kyrie Irving. Now, granted, we still don't have that third ball handler because if that was if we had Brunson, we would still have them with the as the third ball handler, which is something that we still need, which is something I'm sure we'll get into. But yeah, um, having Kyrie is an extreme upgrade from Spencer fucking Dinwiddie. Yeah, so someone who can run the pick and roll, someone who actually showing needs a point guard. <laughs> yeah, showing um, he's a point like 50, 40, 90 on 25, 5, and 5. Speaks for itself. Um, 
And that was as a number two behind Kevin Durant. Right. Now, what other pros? It frees up the offense for Luka Doncic. Well, I just went on. I went on Matei's podcast this morning. Uh, the homie Matei, Slovenia, sportinfo.si. Um, and we had this conversation. We were talking to, we talked about Kyrie. Actually, this was before the trade. Uh, we were talking about Kyrie and I talked about, we've talked about how we've both seen Luca with a legitimate number two ball handler all beside him. We've seen him with Goran Dragic, you know, in the Euros. We've seen him on Real Madrid where they have multiple guys and Luca wasn't asked to do everything. Like mass fans have not really seen that. <laughs> And NBA fans haven't really seen that. NBA fans are only familiar with the Luka Doncic that has been in Dallas and has been asked to do everything. Um, And so I said, one, I would want to see, I said before, like I would want to see how Kyrie felt about Luka if there were any comments out there. I didn't really look into it, but I assumed that there's a a respect from Kyrie to Luka. And I know Luka's going to respect Kyrie. And that is the key. So this, long story short, is an opportunity to see Luca with a true number two ball handler, not some young dude that's trying to prove himself, not a guy who likes to ISO and has proven inefficient when leading offenses his entire career otherwise, but a true guy that can go out there and do it and handle his business without needing Luca to save him from time to time. This is worst case, worst case Kyrie walks. This is an opportunity for Luca to prove that he's cool with another guy cooking beside him. Now, I don't think will be an issue, but regardless, it helped. It would be a chance to kill that narrative. Now you say that and that's tricky because if Kyrie walks in the off season, we've only had a half season of Kyrie and Luca. I don't want to say, ah, oh, see, Luca can't play with another guy beside him because it's like even Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are still adjusting right. to one another. A half a season, and, and they got together in the offseason, like in the right. middle of the season, two guys. And they practiced and spent time with each other in the summer. Right. So it's like that. I don't want to put that narrative on him if this doesn't work out. Because that's going to take time, obviously. Now, if we get a full season and it's like, all right, Luca just ain't, he can't play with another ball handler type of deal, then right. that's it. But I don't want to put that on him. Well, that's what I'm like. I don't want to put it on him. Like, I'm not saying it has to mm-hmm. immediately come together and show, but it's an opportunity for that narrative to at least get some more people on the other side of it. Right, because even though Spencer Dinwiddie can handle the ball, he can be a scorer. He's not to the level of Kyrie Irving. No. He can ask Spencer Dinwiddie to, hey, you come in, be a six-man, play off ball of Luka. You're not asking Kyrie Irving to do that. Can Kyrie Irving play off ball? Yeah. We saw him play shooting guard when James Harden was there and played point guard. But you're not asking Kyrie to come in and be, oh, yeah, just play off ball of Luka. No. You're putting the ball in Kyrie's hands. And there's times when Luca is going to have to actively be off ball. We're going to get some Luca catch and shoot. 
post-ups. <clears throat> with the post-ups with Luca. Deep touches. Like not Luca having to end up on the three-point line because y'all can't do a post feed. This is gonna be beautiful. My nipples hard. <laughs> this is gonna be beautiful basketball. Do you understand? Like, there's someone else on the team who can run an effective pick and roll with the white power. The white power has just become more effective over the span of three hours. This is gonna be great for Christian Wood. This is going to be amazing for Christian Wood because Christian Wood now doesn't have to be the second best scorer. He just has to. This is going to be amazing. Whatever Christian Wood ends <laughs> up giving us now becomes almost gravy because you know Luca going to get his and you know Kyrie going to get his. Wood, if, if Wood is still hitting too, that's a crazy offensive lineup. It's crazy the- offensive lineup. Luca can work inside and out with the ball, he can post up. Kyrie can hit the three. He can handle the ball, get to the middle. He can get to the rim. All three levels. Put pressure on the rim. Give Wood those drop-off passes. Like, there's guys on the team are not going to be used to getting balls in certain situations or having someone that can hit them on a cut unless Luca's got the ball in his hands. And, like, there's going to be those plays where Josh cuts and the ball gets to him because Kyrie did something that he's not ready for. So, go ahead. KP was a threat from three at times. KP was a good player. But Luka never had someone on his team where they're looking at that other guy and saying, all right, we got to focus on this dude. Yeah. This was another point (laughs) that we brought up. More recently in this season, there's been a concerted effort to get Luka off ball, to let Spencer operate the offense, blah, blah, blah. But you can see in people, oh, Luca's body language. Uh, Luca's body language was what it was because he knows Spencer not cooking up. That it's going to be an ISO or it's going to be to get the ball to Luca because I can't do, I can't get this ISO off. He's not going to have to be like that with Kyrie. Like the giddiness that Luca plays the game with, he's only going to get more giddy watching Kyrie cook. Like he gets off on this stuff. Again, I watched him in Eurobasket and stuff like be having a teammate go out and you've seen it with Christian Wood still having a teammate go out and do things excites him. And that's the part of Luca that we haven't gotten to see much of because he's had to put the entire team on his back so much that his back hurts. He is going to get to rest a little bit. You know, that's, that's the benefit. There's two really underrated things about this. <clears throat> One of them, you said Luca's going to get the rest, which means we can stagger their minutes. There's no reason that for more than six minutes, neither of them should be on the court if they're both playing. Yeah. If Luca's on the bench, Kyrie stays in. Luca comes back in. Kyrie said, there'll be times when they're both off. And at that point, I don't know who handles the fucking ball. But the offense is in good hands. Now, the second thing, and and no one has mentioned this that I've seen. Remember when Luca said, you know, I I like Christian Wood because I can yell at him and he understands. 
Kyrie is not going to be afraid to get in Luka's ass. Yeah. I've seen Kyrie do it to teammates. I think Kyrie has shown a level of leadership while KD has been out. Kyrie's not going to be afraid to get in Luka's ass when that body language is like, uh, I don't want, man, this is some bullshit. We didn't start it off slow. My shot ain't falling. Can we get this fucking game over with now? My step backs ain't going through. That bullshit. Kyrie not going for that. And we ain't got another player on the team that can do that because those dudes' jaws would be at risk if they did. <laughs> or lives. Like, I don't know. Or lives. I don't know. It might be some skeletons in the closet. I don't know whose they is, but just saying. We this goes back to a th- a, the pre- a previous conversation we had about the idea of adding Kyle Lowry or even Dragic. Now this goes to a different level because it's you have to get a guy that either has done it and can have that conversation with Luca or another guy that he'll have to respect as a hooper that's close to his level uh, who has a ring. You know what I mean? Um, Kyrie bring comes in with that weight of being a All Star starter, All NBA player all NBA type player who has rings and can go out there and get it. Additionally, it gives kid the opportunity to be a coach. And when Luca's being pissy, go sit on the bench for a minute without it being completely, you know, just throwing the game away. Yeah. Without sabotaging the tape. So, and Luca can, ha- if Luca needs a minute, cause Everybody gets into the, the, the episodes from time to time. You need a minute. If Luca needs a minute, if he's about to go off on somebody, he's about to pull up, swing on on, on, on uh, Mo Wagner, whatever the case is, and he just need to get off the court for a second, we could do that without, like we said, throwing the game away. Um, it, it gives kid a little bit more flexibility in that area as well. So that's, I think I mean I think we've covered that one pretty thoroughly. I have a couple other things I want to get to if if you had and if you didn't have anything else you wanted to No, go ahead. Go ahead. So <laughs> Callie, I, I tweeted myself that I couldn't see that being it for us. And Callie confirmed that the Mavs are looking to make additional moves. I was gonna mention that I don't think this team is done. So I think they're gonna happen like trade deadline day. Yeah, like we're def- I, I definitely see some more additional moves happening. One of the moves that was previously discussed was Tim Hardaway Jr. for Karis LeVert. The Cavs allegedly want Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. for Karis LeVert initially when it came up felt like a weird deal to do because it gives the Cavs what we would be scared to lose, which is a team that's over the cap gets a guy on a longer term contract because once you let a guy expire, if you're still over the cap, you can't replace that roster slot. Like now you're that you have to replace that guy with a minimum contract guy. And so or mid-level or something. Right. And so if we did that, we'd be putting we before the Kyrie trade, we would have been putting ourselves in that position where we just lose the roster slot. Now we do the Tim for Karis LeVert trade. That's even more cap space. Is Karis LeVert's contract expiring? Yes. Okay. I was about to say, uh, I don't know if I like that deal, but I do like that deal. Now it works. Now it makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Because that's more money. Right. If Kyrie decides to walk. Even if he doesn't. Exactly. If Kyrie, if Kyrie opts out, even if we sign him back, this is what and this is what I was saying they should have done with KP. 
you use your money, sign guys. You have Kyrie's bird rights. You have Curtis Levert's bird rights. You sign those guys. That's if Curtis Levert even wants to stay here. You okay. sign those guys back by going over the cap, or if you're already over the cap, pay the luxury tax. You got money, right? Back. But um, I don't think they're done, obviously. You just pretty much confirmed that with Callie Kaplan. Reggie Bullock for Cam Reddish. I need that. Man. Well, uh, would you give a second round pick to grease the wheels? Uh, here's the thing with that. We just lost the defender. <laughs> oh, oh, let me get to this. Because there's a guy out there who I think they should go after to replace DFS, who before I mentioned to you, I was like, uh, I don't want us to go after that guy because we already got Dorian. It's a repeat. And I think my, my argument was like the younger version. Um, So first of all, let me circle back. We'll get back to this in a second. Okay. The main talking point I'm seeing on the timeline is, oh, that's all offense, no defense. That's not true. People forget about Maxi. That's not, yeah, that's not true. Reggie is still like, I, I can't stand Reggie, but he's still like serviceable on defense. Here's, here's where we're <laughs> at right now, right? Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Maxi, Christian Wood. Josh Green isn't going to start. Bro. Why not? Over, over Bullock? He's gonna. St- you he know he's not gonna start Josh Green. <laughs> Why not? He's, Josh Green is playing right over thirty minutes a game these last few games. Bibbs. Playing more minutes than Bullock and Tim Hardaway Jr. These past. Bibbs. He's not gonna start Josh Green. If he starts Josh Green, okay, I'll, sure. I'll give you twenty dollars if he starts Josh Green. Twenty dollars. All right. After the deadline, I mean a healthy team though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I okay. got you. Twenty dollars. After the deadline, the dust settles. If things change, obviously we can like if if guys that would potentially start over them are, are off the roster, right? We we'll, we'll we'll throw it away. But yeah, cash up twenty dollars. Josh Green will start. All things considered, assuming again, I'm, I'm assuming Tim Hardaway Jr. is gone in this scenario too. If we trade Tim for Karis Levert, for example, I Josh is I'm putting Josh over Bullock. That's the main idea. Um, but anyway, we the analytics already showed us Maxi Christian Wood is the tandem. Like offensively, defensively, those two with Luca, sexy. Josh Green with Luca, sexy. Offense and defense. That starting five is fine defensively. And then you look at the fact you got Luca cooking, you got Kyrie cooking. Luca can post up. Maxi and Wood can space in that scenario. They're not clogging the paint for a Luca post up. They're not clogging the paint for a Kyrie drive. Josh Green and Maxi hustle guys. Kyrie drives to the lane. Josh Green is coming behind him for the putback. Maxi and Wood are in the corners waiting. Maxie and Josh don't need the ball to be effective offensively. They will wait and be opportunistic offensively. And they're going to cover the mistakes of others defensively. Wood has become better as an eraser defensively as well. 
that team is fine defensively. Yeah, I don't know when people's talking about we have no defense. That's an overreaction. Because people look at defense as ISO, 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 and that's not how it works. Like, uh, if, if you're saying Kyrie's not going to stop Steph one-on-one, <laughs> nobody's stopping Steph one-on-one. Nobody's stopping Jaw one-on-one. That's a team effort. Now, if we get a couple stops one-on-one, we're already above the norm. But as a team, as a unit, we're going to cause problems for other teams on both ends. Now, here's the thing. As far as the trade deadline goes, you mentioned the Tim Hardaway, Karis LeVert thing. I saw you tweet something earlier, and I want clarification on it. Okay. Um, you mentioned, I think you said something about you would be okay or more acceptable of that Bojan trade now. I'll I'll put it I'll take it a step further. The Bojan type trade where we trade that 2027 pick for a guy over 28 cuz previously my line of thinking was protect the timeline, but now we've changed the timeline. <laughs> now we're in go mode. Now the, the cuz the thing before was and I said it and I think you agreed I wouldn't do that because Bojan doesn't put us over the top. Right but now that we have another star next to Luca, a trade like Bojan could put us over the top. Exactly. Now you add, just add more fire. <laughs> like right now we're, now we're in the hunt. Now we're a contender. Now, once this pick for the offseason conveys to the Knicks, how many picks do we have to work with as far as trades go? Once the pick conveys, let me, I, I pulled up the, I, I've been fan spoiling over here. Bear with me. Um, once the pick conveys, I'm pulling up the, the sheet, we would have our 2024 pick, 2025 pick, 2026 pick, 2027, 2028. Obviously, we can't trade two in a row. So we'd be able to do a package for 24, 26. I don't think we'd be able to do 28, actually. Now I think about it. We'd be able to do 24, 26, or 25, 27. And like a pick swap on the other two, if we wanted to. So technically four picks. Okay. How do you feel about us making like a Gobert Murray trade this offseason to add like a third guy in? Yeah, like I, me and Matei talked about this too. OG, what I do to OG trade. Fuck out of here. You not doing OG? But those for OG? No, just I'm saying two picks. Oh, no. Uh... Like, who are you after? Like, do you have a name in mind or are you just saying in general? I'm just saying in general. I mean, maybe Siakam. Pascal Siakam was another name that came yeah, up. Yeah, maybe Siakam's available, um, depending on how things go. PG. Maybe. That gets tricky. That gets tricky. Um, I don't know, man. Um, OG, are we, are we trading away a player in this deal or we just... He OG asked if I would get trade traded during the deadline. So are you saying he asked if I would trade Josh Green to get OG? <clears throat> I would. And I said if we're protecting the timeline still with the youth, I couldn't do it. But if we're not, like now, the timeline sped up. So now I'm when you accept it. When you say this OG trade, are you talking all season or deadline? Because I don't think he makes it past well, the now, now it wouldn't be able to be a deadline trade. Right. Um, I don't think he that makes was the conversation we had. Okay. Um, like Josh Green right now, he's in danger, is what I'm going to say. Why do you think that? 
because if they're trying to speed up the timeline, if they're trying to go for it. I think he could be a part of that timeline, the way he's developed. I agree, but I don't know if they agree. Let me say this. If the right trade comes along and the team wants Josh Green, depending on that player, I would definitely trade Josh Green, but I would rather not. And I think the Mavericks probably feel the same way. I agree. That's that's fair. And I, I agree 100%. Um, but yeah, the Pascal Siakam, multiple picks. Oh, the, yeah. the buck, the 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 full the full slate, the four picks. I think I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. One hundred percent. Fucking picks. Fucking picks. For Pascal, hell yeah. All NBA dude. Huh? All NBA. All NBA. Come on, man. What? I'd be that's why I said I'd be stupid to say no. Even if Kyrie leaves, it's like, all right, we got Luca and Pascal Siakam. Like facts. Um now here's the thing. Uh, as far as the trade deadline and the Mavs not being done, I think there are maybe three key things we need. Um, okay. A third ball handler, obviously. I think we should try to get another wing defender. You know what I forgot or what we've forgotten? No, I know. We got another guy in the deal. We haven't factored in the Marquis Morris role. Do you think he's going to be in the rotation? Because he's not a bad player. It's just, I don't think he was in the rotation much in Brooklyn. I think he could, I don't know what his situation is. Like, I haven't, I don't know if he's healthy, like what the case is. I'm going to look up what his yeah, number pull up, pull up, pull up what he's been doing this year. Because yeah. I haven't been paying attention to him. <clears throat> he's not Marcus Morris, obviously. No. Um, I was going to say. He has played 27 games this year. And how many minutes in those stints? Ten minutes? Ten minutes a game. Can he back up Christian Wood for ten minutes? Fifteen? Like him and Berton's kind of split that role right now? Well, we still got Dwight Powell. Why would Dwight Powell? Oh, you're you're looking at Christian Wood as a set. Uh, oh, you're looking at Christian Wood as a power forward. Yeah. Because the way you said it, you said Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Maxi, Christian Wood. I'm, I'm, you're right. Ma- Christian Wood, Maxi. Okay. Uh, in that case, yeah. Markeith as the, as the backup. Him and, him and Berton split. Depending yeah. on the scenario. Yeah, because he's averaging. I mean, the averages don't matter when he's playing two, 10 minutes. Uh, two rebounds and, and 3.6 points. Um, 40% from three-point range, but he's only taking one per game. So. 1.8 per game, but hey, he hit it. <laughs> uh, another name that has come up, Jeremy Grant. Really? He's another expiring guy that... I'm shocked at that. Apparently has not agreed to an extension in Portland, and people believe that they may be shopping him. That's crazy, actually. Um, by the I'm way, gonna, Jared Vanderbilt currently just was up turned questionable for tomorrow's game. Out of nowhere, huh? Out of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like to trade with people that we about to play against. Facts. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw this name out there. I'm not sure what his asking price would be. I mentioned it earlier. Jay Crowder. You don't look too pleased. Fuck Drake Crowder. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you don't think Jay Crowder can help this team, man? man. <laughs> I should have seen the tremble in his bottom lip. Oh man, man, nah. I, 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 I we, I can't do that, man. No, I'm, dude got, dude got upset because he lost his job and said <laughs> he's not coming to work no more, like because he got demoted. Like that ain't, that ain't how NBA work, man. Go That's earn true. your job back. Like what are you doing? That's true. Oh you man, Cam Johnson got hurt for two months and you gone like a dumbass. You could have been starting the whole time. I, I'm not dealing with Jake Crowder. He, he, he got visions of great delusions of grandeur. <laughs> He's it's a fair point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm shocked at the Jeremy Grant thing. I can't see him getting traded this season, but anything can happen. Uh, we need a third ball handler, obviously. Uh, like I said, I think we should try to go after another wing defender and and a, uh, somebody in the paint, like a paint protector. Yeah. Name. Can I throw some names? Yeah. D'Angelo Russell. What's the third ball handler? Yeah. What would that deal look like? Tim and Bullock. I don't know if I, I'm not doing that. Really? What what part of that scares you? I just think we fucking out depth up trading two guys for D'Lo like that. And on top of that, like I said, Reggie when you got back Nas Reed in that deal. We're not getting back both. They're both expiring. We give them that 2027 first to get D'Lo, Nas Reed. For Tim and Reggie Bullock. We solve your third ball handler and your big man. If that's the case, if we getting back both, then yeah, I just don't see that happening. Like Tim Harder, I know they understand they're no Tim isn't expiring. Right? No. No. Yeah, I understand. I understand Tim and Reggie aren't that great. I just their mo- their motivation would be the same as the Cavaliers to not lose because Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. It's just if we trade in both for D Lo, D Lo is an upgrade over Tim. He's easily a third ball handler. Like he doesn't have the pressure of being the starting point guard, all of that bullshit, right? Playoff ball. Playoff ball too. But Which we already team? lost Dodo with defense. I don't want to you see what I'm saying? Like obviously I, Reggie is I, look at all the offense we got. <laughs> Frank all of a sudden becomes useful in those lineups on the wing. No? We Reggie Bullock got enough goose eggs to where you realize <laughs> If you just let Frank run around and play defense, the only difference with Frank is he ain't taking the shots that Reggie taking, so he ain't taking shots away from nobody. Reggie, nah, he open. We keep it in a buck. Is Reggie Bullock taking shots? Nah, like three the other night, hey, four the other night. Motherfucking some bullshit. We needed him to take shots. Uh, Frank, don't people forget about Frank? We know you did. <laughs> That's three. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> People forget about Frank. Fuck out of it. Shout out to Mark Cuban, man. Um, um well, hold on. Let me run it. Let me run it down so you, to get the picture. Okay. Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green. Let's just say it's 
we don't get the Nas read. Let's just say we just get D-Lo. Okay. Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Christian Wood, Maxie, D'Angelo Russell, Markeith. Hold up. <laughs> I got to pull it. I got to look at it because I'm trying to do it off the dough. <laughs> Hold up. It's the second name off the bitch, brother. The fan spo already messed me up. Hold up. Let me, uh, I got to delete. I had a different team here. Team three is the Wolves, right? Yeah. Where the hell y'all at? Because the the Nets thing hasn't reshuffled in the fan spo yet. All right. We got D'Angelo Russell coming in. We got Tim. To the Wolves and Reggie Bullock to the Wolves. All right. Let me look at the roster. Da 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 da. Hopefully, it'll let me reshuffle. Luca, Kyrie, move up, buddy. There we go. Uh, where's Josh Green at? Let's move you up. It, I like that it lets me move the players around so I can get a visualization of it. You know what I mean? Uh, Christian Wood. Maxi. All right. D Lo. I'm going to move Dwight Powell up. Frank Nilakina. Markeith Morris. Jaden Hardy. Mm-mm-mm. AJ Lawson. We're moving you above these goofy bitches. There's Bartons. Theo Pinson, you going at the bottom, buddy. Um, I'm going to put Theo Pinson behind Ja'Cory McLaughlin even though Ja'Cory McLaughlin is not even on the team anymore. All right. So now that I've reshuffled the table. All right. Start lineup. Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Christian Wood, Maxi Kleber. We've already established that's a dangerous, dangerous group of five. Yes. Then you got D'Angelo Russell giving you all the backup minutes behind Kyrie and Luca. <clears throat> Don't really need any other guards. I mean, you do. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry. You don't. You don't necessarily, but yeah, you, you don't. Can. No, no, no. I was thinking, yeah, you're right. No, fuck you that. Can you can play Jaden Hardy. Very true. So going back to old discussions we've had. I do think that was stuck. If, if they're around long term, that would stunt his growth, in my opinion. That could also be a factor, and that makes him a little bit more expendable if you're That's right, sure. up the timeline. Um, so first of all, we've had the discussions about can Jaden Hardy do what Tim Hardaway Jr. does? Maybe not quite. Can he go out there and go three for 18? I think so. I can do that. <laughs> I, I think he could go three for 18. That's the type of shit we get from Tim Hardaway Jr. these days. Can he do it this season? No, but like... Right. We told y'all with Josh Green, be fucking patient. Like, yeah, give him a second. Like right yeah. now, getting Tim Hardaway Jr. out of the way is a win. Like I already see people. Well, you know what? It's different now. I was about to say I already see people trying to put Jaden Hardy in packages, probably because they don't like what they've seen from him recently. But they are also probably doing that because they're like, "Fuck it, we going all in. No need yeah. to look at the future." So that if that's the case, I understand. No, there's before this trade, there were people saying. We told y'all Jaden Hardy sucked. Type oh well, stuff. fuck them. Not- is, I, yeah, I, that's goofy. That's dumb. We you just watched 
you shat on Josh Green for two years to watch where he is now and be like, oh, I was wrong. But yet you immediately do the same thing to Jaden Hardy. Like, what are we doing? What are we even doing? When you've seen Jaden Hardy go out and drop 25. Like, stop being dumbasses. Just let the kid be a kid for a second. Like, if I got to watch Tim Hardaway Jr. do goofy shit for five years, you can handle Jaden Hardy doing it for a year or two. Now, you, you said you want to throw some names out. You only threw one out. So what's the other ones? Um, damn, who was the other? Oh, Andre Drummond allegedly could be had if you yeah. need that big. You know, I've been wanting Andre Drummond for a while. So. Um, Shout out to Kenny. <laughs> they still hot. <laughs> <laughs> they still hot out there. Um, Yaka Pirtle, first They won a first. Yes, please. Jesus Christ. I would trade a first for Yaka Pirtle. I think you said you you the Jeremy Grant kind of threw you off, but yeah, that threw me off. I wasn't expecting that. Would but you do Wood for Grant, or would you want to keep Wood in that scenario? I'd rather just keep Wood in that scenario. Okay. Um, skip, skip, skip. Because Wood, I, Wood can play. Obviously, you feel like his natural position will be power forward, but if we need a guy to play center, um, he can play center as well. Jeremy Grant, not. I was about to say not so much, not at fucking all. The Vanderbilt Beasley thing was tied to Dorian Finney Smith, so I think we can let that go. Yeah, you can let that go. Um Mike Conley. For who though? It'd be a similar first round pick, probably Tim or some shit like that. That's nice. We get a third ball handler and a and some defense on the perimeter. Um, and another veteran. And another veteran. It's not I'm bad. Not mad at but veteran ball. We'll run out a lineup of Mike Conley, Kyrie, and Luca, like they did with Jalen Brunson, Spencer, and Luca. And that's a better lineup, in my opinion. Luca's a uh, point forward. He getting yeah post up and shit like. Um. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad at that. You give up a first for Conley, okay? Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know if it puts us over the top. Getting a guy who plays, getting a guy who plays the same position as your best two players doesn't put you over the top, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a. It gives it solves the third ball handler problem. It gives us a another veteran. You still, what's the biggest hole for you then, right now, of the three that you mentioned? Is it the big or the wing? Between the wing and big, I would say the big, because if we have a rim protector down there, it makes up for us not having enough defensive wings because we got some protection in the paint. And I assume you want to you don't want an experimental guy like Gafford or Hayes. Oh, fuck no. Nah. Um Gafford or who? Hayes, Jackson Hayes. I don't even know if I call Gafford experimental. You probably think, not experimental. Yeah. Hayes is experimental, but no, I don't want an experimental guy. Um which means there's probably not a lot of guys available. That's why I'm uh, Noel. No, no, was Noel. Yes, and he wouldn't cost much, right? Um, now between a paint defender and third ball handler, I think the third ball handler is more important. Okay. Um, what about a Noel Burks package? Absolutely. Um, Mo Bamba. I like Mo Bamba. I think he will come cheap considering he's like been thrown out of rotation 
with Bold Boldy coming a god. Well, he actually started over Boldy up the night when he snuffed Austin Rivers. Oh shit! And I checked because I was like, he must be hot sitting on that bench. And then I checked, and I was like, oh shit, he started. So I think Bold Bold, they said his like flash in the pan kind of died out. Uh, I don't think Wendell Carter played in that game either. So okay, maybe that's was like the low big. So. Um, but regardless. As far as like the long term vision for the team, I think he's still behind Bobo as far as like. Yeah, for sure. So who else? Who else is out there? Matisse Thibel on the wing. Love it. Somebody, I was in a Discord chat and someone mentioned to me earlier, they was like, I could see y'all going after Matisse Thibel. Like it'll be great for y'all. I think Matisse Thibel is a fantastic fucking defender. I had him. I think end of the season I had him making out making one of my all defensive teams last year. He is also expiring, by the way. Also now shooting on nah, ugh, like do we need shooters? <laughs> we got enough of those. <laughs> um he plays better defense than Dodo and Reggie combined. Yeah. And we were already guard, saying the pie guard one through three, one through four. Yeah. That's a guy you can say, that's their best player. Go get him. Trying to look a couple more. Um, I feel like we've been on here long enough on this topic, I should say. Bucks, would you go <laughs> after Ibaka? Fuck nah. I was about to say some shit where you was going to have to edit. That you a screen setter. That motherfucker is washed. I don't want... I'm not trading for no fucking Serge Ibaka. Sign that motherfucker in free agency to a vet minimum. Okay. Um, are you still interested in Cam Reddish or no? Yes. Okay. Miles Turner? Fuck yeah, but I don't see them trading him. They just, they just signed him to an extension. They signed him to an extension, but it might have helped his trade value because teams might not have been willing to trade for him as an expiring contract. I think he's there to stay. We'll see. Um, this is no, I can't. I'm not even going to say that name. No, I'll say it. Did my camera go out? Yeah, it did. Don't know what just happened. What the hell? All right. What's the name? It's just, it's just a name I know is out there. It doesn't fit. doesn't make sense at all. Vucevic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we already went over Siakam. <sighs> That's really it. Yeah, it's not that. It's not many guys out there. Do you, when do you expect the next domino to fall? Trade deadline day. I don't think anything is going to happen between now and then. Um, not with us, maybe with other teams, but um, trade deadline day, and I think the deadline is 3 p.m. Eastern. It was last time, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be when we're on the lookout. Like, it might be a last minute thing at the two o'clock hour, like we make a deal, but uh, I'm com- I can't believe I'm saying this, I'm confident in this front office that they're actually going to make a move. Turns out, I'm not confident they're going to make the best move, but I'm confident they're going to make a move. They're definitely making moves. I I can't... Do you see Tim Hardaway Jr. surviving the deadline? No. Reggie Bullock? 
one of them is going to go. I don't think both. You don't think both. Um, <laughs> anybody else you think is likely to be traded? Nah, it's just between those two. No, Christian Wood. Christian Wood, okay. Yeah, Christian Wood. His name, obviously. What the, the f- camera went out again. I saw that. This last time it froze first. I don't know what my camera's doing. I've spent money on a new camera just for it to be doing the same thing. It's really annoying. But um, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited, man. Like I'm excited for sure. Knives are back. Uh, basketball. I'm excited for Wednesday. Say what? I'm excited for Wednesday. That's when he's making his debut. Oh, yeah. De- debut on Wednesday. Uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. And it's the Nuggets. Oh, boy. No. No. Buddy. No. No, it's not. It's the Clippers. It's the Clippers. Nuggets are the last game before the All-Star break. That's even better. Facts. Kings, too. We play the Clippers, the Kings. Kyrie, that Kyrie help coming just in time. <laughs> we play nothing but playoff teams. Facts. After this Jazz game. Help um, is on the way. Whew. I think that's enough. For yeah, now, right. um, I put out a little audio clip where I was like, I heard, I listened, I actually recorded the audio. I literally, I legitimately recorded the audio and then was like, wait, why the fuck am I giving this away for free? And then I stopped. <laughs> and then I was like, I still want to put something out, so I'm going to do this. But uh, the re- the thing that had hit me at that point was Maxi. And this whole, we ain't got no defense don't mean nothing to me if we got Maxie and Josh with that group because they're covering people's problems. They're covering the flaws. You got two fixers right there. Now, if you want to say Bullock is going to be ahead of Josh, that's going to make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. But if Josh is ahead of Bullock, then uh, I feel a lot better about that group. Things about to get scary in the West, man. I heard they shaking like booty meat in Magic City. Okay. <laughs> I went when I was on Matei's podcast, we talked about the West, right? Right. And I said, you know, I looked at the standings, we're six right now. If the standings stay how they are, and we finish six to play the Kings at the three seed in the first round, I'm not scared of them. I'm taking us a hundred percent. Second hey, round. I, come on, man. I'm taking us. Second round, the Grizzlies. I'm not scared of them. Not scared of them. Wasn't scared of them last year. Not scared of them this year. And then Western Conference Finals, Nuggets. Not scared of them. Not scared of them. Like, and now you. This is wide open. This is before you gave me Kyrie. Now, let me tell you something. I wasn't, at first, I was afraid. I was like, fuck, if the Lakers get this motherfucker Kyrie, boy, it's over with. (laughs) But then I was like, they ain't got shit to get nobody. So. It all worked out. Yeah. So, yeah, nobody scares me in the West right now. They didn't scare me before we got Kyrie, so they damn sure ain't scaring me now. Facts. Um, that was a marathon. I don't remember what time we started court recording. Um, we've been going for like an hour. But we're going to go ahead and go to this message, and then we'll come into our weekly segments right after this. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 
and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. A lot of games on the docket this week for the NBA. There's games every day. A game I'm looking forward to. Thursday night, LeBron James at home against the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, the Kareem record is right around the corner. I believe he's about 40 points away. He has a game before that. But we know the NBA is all about drama. And what better way to break Kareem's record than at home in a Lakers jersey against the Milwaukee Bucks? So any overs for LeBron on that game, smash them. Assists, rebounds, points. Points, rebound, assists, combinations. Smash the over on all of them. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. I wanna n- 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 what what was your fan to say? Oh shit, that did not hit like I thought it was gonna hit. What the fuck? Welcome back to the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that shit in too. All right. Oh snap. Um, let's get to this fantasy stuff. I want to know what what's your fantasy. Uh, <laughs> your boy Bibbs. Bibbs agenda is busting team wild bills ass. Twelfth, he he posted the the white flag in the in the fantasy league group chat the other day. Twelve thirty five to eight forty three. Sorry, I had to do it to you. Um, <clears throat> Oklahoma OKC Sean took care of Reese. Uh, took Reese Allen out to the shed. I ain't even set my lineups, bro. Come on, man. I need you to take out one more body. I'm done. I give up. To the playoffs. <laughs> SJ beat the brakes off of Boys Don't Kawhi's 1234-730. Creative team name. Put up a fight. But Watch the Throne just had too many weapons. 1372-1165. Bay Area MFFL. There's a lot of blowouts this week. Bay Area MFFL took out Josh Green is okay. X 1196-744. The Balding Point with a big dub over Team Coops, 1190 to 1,000. Now there is one close game. Freeport Islanders versus Toby Bumaye. And Chico has been complaining about Toby and Reese deciding to play all of a sudden. <laughs> Toby's up 40 with one points on, on Chico right now. Chico fights for his life. Stay in the playoff hunt. He's got a big game from Bain, 53 so far uh, with 10 minutes left. Not total points, 53 fantasy points, just to make sure y'all don't run to the thing. But like, goddamn, Bain had 50. Um, <clears throat> Maxie's only got four points right now, but they're in the third. Gobert's in the second. Harrison Barnes is in the second. Buddy Hield's done. 
and James Harden is in the third. Okay, so he's, he's got plenty of weapons left. Let's see. For Toby's side, again, he's up 43. He's got Van Vliet in the fourth quarter, Sabonis in the second, Boucher, uh, LaMelo, damn. LaMelo gave him 68. Looks like Mitchell Robinson's not playing. So Toby might hold on, but it looks like Chico is in good position to come back and steal this game at the same time. So that one I'll have to keep an eye on. And then finally, Saib got back on the right foot with a 1,400-point week. Beat the shit out of Grill, you know it's true. It'd be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going back to the league standings coming into the week, uh, the the playoff percentages are looking right for a lot of teams. Team Coops, 100%. SJ's children, 100%. They're pretty much locks for the playoffs. Bay Area MFFL at 99%. Uh, watch the throne. The Balding Point and Saib, 99%. That's six spots pretty much locked up for the playoffs out of eight. Uh, the next is going to be Girl, or yeah, Girl, you know, it's Drew. That's KT. She's at 92% to get that seventh spot. Your boy, me, 71%, steadily climbing up the rankings. I'm on a three-game win streak. If I win today, I'm on a four-game win streak. Saib is about to be on a six-game win streak. It's better to be hot coming into the play. Y'all know the rules. Uh, Shiko down to a 29% chance. They're pretty much saying it's between me and Shiko for this last spot. And then uh, X has a 5% shot. Team Wild Bill, 4% shot. And boys don't Kawhi a 2% shot coming into the week. But I'm about to put Wild Bill out of his misery right as we speak. Oh, shit. The playoffs are right around the corner, folks. The, it's money time, pretty much. As This week, we got one, two, three, four more weeks. And then it's money time. So, so make sure you're ready. Make sure you're ready. With that said... Speaking of big time performers, Reese is going to hit us with that 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 unsung player of the week, and it's going to be interesting because potential candidates might not be on the roster anymore. Reese, who you got? This is tough. I'm still really undecided. <laughs> <clears throat> It's between two guys, man. Um, it's between two guys. It's really tough. You need a minute? Like, do I need to kill time? I don't need a minute. Um, I know what I want to do. I know what I need to do. Um, <clears throat> so, the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week uh, is being awarded to Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh it was between him and Josh Green. I was I was edging towards Josh Green, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I want to send Dorian off with the award. So uh for his final week as a Dallas Maverick, Dorian Finney Smith is being awarded the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award. Sir. You are a Mavs Outsiders unsung hero legend. You are an unsung hero of the Dallas Mavericks. 
You are a Dallas Mavericks legend in your own right. I drafted you on my all-time Mavs draft. They taught me crazy, but it is what it is. Anyway, we wish you the best of luck in Brooklyn, New York. Your Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week, former Maverick, Dorian Finney-Smith. Now, I'm going to kick it to Weatherman Bibbs for the upcoming week with the New Look Mavs. Although we've come to the end of the road, still I can't let go. Sorry to say goodbye to Dorian Finney-Smith. Like you said, an unsung hero of the organization since he was here. Uh, But he got us Kyrie, and it's time to start looking ahead. Am I right, Briggs? Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, I was looking for it. That was a a a call-in respond. Anyway, uh, let's look forward. We got the Utah Jazz on Monday. I assume if we're trading Spencer Dinwiddie, Luca's going to be back into the fold. Christian Wood also should be back into the fold. No Dorian Finney-Smith, no Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, should be interesting on the depth for this team coming into this next game. But uh, McKinley Wright's probably going to get some minutes. A.J. Lawson could potentially get some minutes. We signed Chris Silva for some some big man depth as well. We'll see if he gets an opportunity to play as we move through this trade deadline. Uh, I like our chances against this Jazz team right now before Wednesday. (laughs) It's a big day. We're on the road against the Clippers, and Kyrie Irving will be making his Dallas Maverick debut. What a day, what a time to be a Dallas Mavericks fan. Should be a fun one. The Clippers were a team apparently in the race to land Kyrie's services. Are they salty? Perhaps. <clears throat> Moving forward in the week, we got a double dose of the Bean team. Will they be lighting the Bean this weekend? <laughs> Let's hope not. We're looking at potentially having a two all-star versus two all-star showdown. That's right, McKinley Wright's knee bump into Steph Curry has put him out for several weeks. That means that there's an all-star slot opening up, and right now one of the favorites for that spot is De'Aaron Fox. Could be Luka and Kyrie versus Fox and Sabonis, an all-star showdown in Sacramento of all places. How about it? Shout out to the Sacramento Kings, a team that has not seen the playoffs since some of you were born. That's right, 16 years, I believe, since that team has seen the playoffs. Looks like they're on their way, but we got to give them a couple of L's. Just give them hell. I think it's been more than 16 years. It might have been. Somebody said 16 recently. It's stuck in my head, so fuck it. Uh, but they've been. 16 they have, years would be 2007. It got to be more than 16 years. You, God damn it. You're going to make me do the research. Let's, sorry. Let's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's find out. When did the Kings last make the playoffs? Hey, Siri. <laughs> mm-hmm. When did the Sacramento Kings last make the playoffs, baby? You're not going to, you're just going to give me the list. Okay. Uh, let's see. October of 2022, an article was posted. Thank you, Siri, for your services. Uh, let's see. Longest active postseason droughts. Uh, looks like their last appearance was in 2006. 
Okay. Technically 16 seasons because if they make it this year, it wouldn't have gotten 17. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. 2005-2006 was also the last time they had a winning record. Hell of a turnaround in Sacramento. Proud of them, but we got to handle these L's and give them that hell. Reese, back to you. Um, this is a tricky week to predict a record for a team that I know, have no knowledge of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say for sure we're losing to the Jazz tomorrow. Damn. Not even a question. <laughs> not even a question we lose to the fucking... We're going into Utah without Spencer Dinwiddie and DFS. Without Christian Wood. <laughs> no, <laughs> Christian Wood should be back. Christian Wood should be back? Yeah. The way I was, I heard it was he's expected to miss uh, yesterday's game and be back for Monday. Okay. Because he's been practicing. Maxi has also been practicing, by the way. Okay. I still think we're gonna lose. <laughs> the rest of the games, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say two and two. That's where I was leading. Two and two. We we split with Sacramento. Um, we win against LA. And I think we lose to, to Utah. I'm not going to say which two. I'm going to say two or two, though. I no. do think we split with the Kings. Yeah. Um, I think we win the, the second game against the Kings. We lose the first one. Back-to-back nights. Yeah. Uh, are, are we going to do recaps on both of those games? That actually makes me realize. So the rule we gave ourselves was we weren't going to do back like three in a row. Yeah. That will be three in a row. Should we? Should we not do Friday and do Saturday? And yeah, let's just recap both for Saturday. And then we'd still do Saturday, Sunday, Monday. In that scenario, we would just oh, shit, or maybe just recap it on the Sunday show. Like, don't do Friday either. Yeah, don't do Friday, Saturday. Recap them both on the Sunday show, like in depth. Yep, I'm I'm with it. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's perfect because we could do a trade deadline episode on Thursday or Friday. Yep. Thursday. I prefer Thursday. Okay. Thursday afternoon. Yeah. We don't have we don't play. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We can do Thursday uh evening. Actually, what's your working situation Thursday? I work in the morning, probably get off like two thirty. We can yeah, we'll do it earlier or afternoon. Like oh, you get off like right before the deadline. That's yeah. So when I'm I'm getting home, I might get off early that day. I'm not sure. It depends. But if I go in at five, I get off at one thirty. I'm trying to see if I can. I might be able to set up my schedule to where I can be off too. Like if I work extra hours, the earlier I can. I, I can't because our work week starts on Wednesday. So no, I mean because instead of me getting off at five thirty, so like we could record at four maybe. No, I know. What I'm saying. I'm saying like I wouldn't be having overtime and have to cut hours because I'll. Pay week starts Wednesday to Tuesday. Oh, so it's the beginning gotcha. of the week. Like it wouldn't work for you to move. Yeah. Got you. So, yeah, I can do that so that if we can record closer to the deadline than if I work my regular schedule. Um, yeah, we'll do that. We'll talk about it more when we get closer. Any parting thoughts? Um, shout out to Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith, man. Uh, 
obviously this this is a business we've come on here and talked about look a lot of these guys can be traded um and it's true but you know dorian finney smith meant a lot to the team spencer dinwiddie came in and stepped up and uh helped replace the production from jalen brunson that we lost in the offseason i don't let's not under understate the load that spencer dinwiddie carried this season he didn't carry a luka load but this dude carried a load this season like and a lot of people aren't aren't mentioning it um and i don't think he got a lot of respect this season either but um shout out to him he's back in brooklyn uh hope he enjoys it there uh wish nothing but the best for dorian uh very welcoming to Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. He's not the one that tried to fuck Luca's ankle up, so it's what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for this. <clears throat> yeah, um, uh, thank you for saying that. Uh, shout out to Spencer Dinwiddie. I know I've been hard on him lately on the timeline, but it's all love. Um, appreciate everything he did. He's going back home, so I don't feel bad for him. He said his son said he wanted to go back home. Yeah, I saw that. That was cute or whatever. So shout out to him. And hopefully KD doesn't ask out next. Hopefully he at least I mean, rises. He's got a good team over there. Yeah, I hope he at least rides this season out. Yeah, I don't see him. I see him riding the season out. He's not going to ask out to like the offseason. Uh, but as for, as for Dorian, I saw his sister, I think, posted uh, Brooklyn What Up, though, something like that. And, uh, you know, he's a he's a self-made guy. Like he he grinded it out. He yeah. got himself a big payday. And now he's going to Brooklyn. He's going to a new city. I hope it works out for him as well. That um, reception when he comes back to Dallas is going to be great. Oh, fa- the the memories and shit like the, the mon- he actually deserves a fucking montage. I don't know. What yeah. he, everybody don't deserve one, but. I guess the video team needs some shit to do sometimes. So, you know, whatever. At least, at least this one will be worth it when they put it together. Um, man, it's tough losing a guy that you you lo- you love like that with Doe, but it also is necessary when you're trying to move forward as a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh get and your a lot of up. people was a lot of people were saying, oh, I don't know if we trade Doe, you know, that's Luca's guy. Luca okayed the trade. Luca signed off on it. Luca's a bit. Luca knows this shit is a business. Like I'm sure him and Doe can still be friends from afar. Um, but he's he's a professional. At the end of the day, he's not one of these AAU guys that you get to pick and choose your teammates your whole life. Like he was a professional since a child. Teammates came and went. Is it just me or does this shit still not feel real? Like the Mavericks actually got another superstar. <laughs> it ain't gonna be real till I see him on the court. Yeah, I need to. I'm I'm getting a Kyrie jersey. Like it still feels like some hypothetical stuff that we put together right now. I'm getting a Kyrie jersey. Even if he don't stay, I'll be able to say I got a Kyrie jersey. Like this shit means a lot of money. Like yeah. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Um damn. Yeah, let's 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 get up out of here. Uh, until next time, which should be after the Jazz game, then I guess after the Clippers game, and then the dead, deadline will be the next three. Until next time, peace. Peace.